This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Man, I feel totally sluggish today. Here, Matty Ice, why don't you try this? What's this? It's a super kick energy drink. It's got more super kicks than a Young Bucks match. Bang! This is Axel the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. You're listening to the Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys in the Hot Tag Podcast. Well, back from vacation with my gimpy self, scooting around multiple airports, sitting down in a chair for like six days, not doing a whole lot. It was kind of nice, but kind of not at the same time. But I did have... (coughs) A lot of people catering to me, <laughs> like like I was crippled. <laughs> yeah, well, and you picked up a bad time to go to Arizona. It was nice here, and then you come back, and now it's cold. Right, yeah. You yeah. should have delayed one week. I think I should have. I think I should have, because, yeah, it was nicer in Milwaukee than it was in Arizona, because in Arizona, it was like 10 degrees cooler than in Milwaukee. Oh, so you're telling me you brought the cold weather with you? Yes, and then I brought it back to Milwaukee. But we did have, what, a couple nice days this week, so. Yeah, every, (laughs) uh, let's see, it was like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday were pretty nice days. Yeah, and I signed up to work the weekend instead of taking a vacation day. And now, yeah, now I got to work in 30-degree weather. Dang. So, yay me. Yeah. (laughs) So... Uh, so how was your week? Did you watch any wrestling? Um, I sort of did. Um, I was going to watch SmackDown last night, but I ended up falling asleep early, so I missed SmackDown. Um, yeah, I was going to watch SmackDown this morning, but... I didn't know what time you wanted to record. I figured since <laughs> you had open availability to record today that um, you would record like whenever like you woke up or whatever the case was, which is is true, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what was up with me yesterday. I um, got home, ate dinner, and then was kind of feeling a little poopy, and I fell asleep at 7.30, woke back up at 10.30, and went up to bed 
to fall back asleep. And next thing I know, I looked at my phone and I had been tossing and turning for like another like three hours and couldn't fall back asleep. And I think I finally fell back asleep at like one thirty. Hmm. So interesting. So maybe we should have recorded late at night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So but yeah, I mean, um I don't know, wrestling was interesting this week, but it was like kind of a, a lull because um and I feel like that kind of happens after after and before pay-per-views. Like Last week, WWE had their pay-per-view, so they didn't do too, too much this week. And then AEW is going into a pay-per-view tomorrow night, so they don't have too, too many big shake-up things going on. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, it always seems like it, uh, it is like that, you know, where you hit a high with the pay-per-view, and then, like, it, like, crashes for the next, like, week or two. <coughs> Right. And then kind of whatever storylines they come up with goes into effect or whatever the case is after that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I I was really impressed with Logan Paul. Um, I know a lot of people have said that. And I guess a lot of people were dogging Roman Reigns. But you got to tip your cap to Roman Reigns because, you know, he, he had to do a lot of extra work to make Logan Paul look that good. But Logan Paul's really athletic too so i don't want to take too much away from him either yeah um um yeah it's it's a shame that he did all that damage to his uh his knee so in that match but um i mean that's what happens when you're going crazy and super aggressive and body parts just wear out yeah yeah just, I'm, just like i know all too well now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i mean i don't i'm not glad that he got hurt by any means so i hope this comment doesn't come across as that but like it's almost like maybe a blessing in disguise uh mm-hmm. for, for wwe because if they're going to continue lo- using Logan Paul because he did such a great job, I want him to, like, not burn him out or burn it with the fans or anything or, you know, maybe revisit this this uh, sort of small rivalry that uh, sparked with him and Roman uh, later on down the road and not, like, make it boring right off the bat. Yeah, it would be nice to do something like that. I mean... Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens when he does come back from injury on where he goes from there. Cause I mean, he signed a WWE contract. So, I mean, well, um, and don't, sorry to cut you off, but don't forget, um, he kind of has a little deal going on with the Miz too, from WrestleMania. Right. So, um, as soon as the Miz comes back from injury, um, and, and Logan Paul, maybe those two will, Lock horns again. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, what do you think about the whole war game setup? Um, Did you? Well, maybe just, just 
I, just refresh or, my memory. Maybe I, I might. Re- or Survivor Series, I should say. Yeah, because they're doing like the, at Survivor Series, right? Yeah. Um, I think they already set up. Who was it? Um, I think they already got uh, like. Jeez, uh, um, I can't even think of their names right now. Um, yeah, this injury has been messing with my head. Sorry, people. Well, are they doing um, a, a NXT one, or are they are they doing a Raw versus SmackDown? It's um, uh, I I don't know what they're doing exactly. I think they're just doing feuds inside of whatever they got going on. But uh, I can't think of Pr- uh, Prince Devitt's group, Finn Balor, or whatever. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. Thanks, man. Oh my gosh. No, nah, that's all right. Oh, my brain is so fried with this injury. Oh, I'm sorry, people. Um, uh, Judgment Day versus um, uh, the club. Oh, okay. The OG or the OC, original club or whatever they got. Yeah. With, um, um, Anderson and Gallows and... Um, AJ. AJ, thanks. Who's the, the chick that come? I forgot her name, but yeah, um, they introduced her, so that's they're taking it to War Games, so that should be interesting. So I don't know if it's going to be in the War Games cage, <coughs> which, if it is, I think that would be, like, super sweet because that'll be, like, the first time, like, you have the War Games cage. And then you got a female wrestler involved in it. No, they had... with the guys. Oh, with the guys, with the guys, with the... Yeah. okay. You know what I mean? Well, are they going to put a roof on it this time, or are they going to leave it without oh, a roof? man? I, I wish they would just go back to like a small cage with the roof. Yeah, like the original War Games. I mean, the only reason that they don't want a roof on there is so they can do big, big high spots. See, and I don't think you need that in a cage match. Right, because the, the cage match, the cage itself is the high spot. Right. That's like with AEW in their War Games match. They got the cage on top, but the cage is 20 feet tall. Yeah, it's well, huge. It's probably yeah. not 20 feet tall. And but it's feet. huge. But it's huge. And each War Games, they're climbing up to the top. Well... They don't need to do that. Right. And they don't need to be throwing people off the thing either. Like, Well, they're just looking for that next, like, iconic spot, kind of like Mick Foley and The Undertaker had. Well, yeah. But I think they can, like, leave that alone, you know? Um, yeah. Because whatever is going on inside the cage is irrelevant when you have people climbing on top of the cage. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, when you have that many people, right. Right. Well, in the same you could say the same thing with um you know, like it seems like everything, like all the specialty matches have kind of hit like a lull because there's not much left that you can do that hasn't already been done. Like for instance, like Money in the bank. Those first couple money in the banks, like 
like when you go back and watch him, you're just like still in awe. Like, what the heck did I just see? Because all that stuff was like new ground and you, you had guys like Shelton Benjamin and all them guys doing crazy crap in the beginning or even like the elimination chamber, them throwing them through the pods and all this stuff. It had never been seen or done before. And then now you can't, there's nowhere to go. You know, you hit the ceiling, like the first, like two or three events. And then now all of a sudden it it's just like, well, when are they going to do something cool? But you can't because you've already done it all. Yeah. So I think you're like hitting the nail right on the head, like dumb it down. And it brings back like more things. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's like the whole EC3 thing, you know? If you take away the DDT and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then it can be relevant again when somebody hits a DDT because it's going to be, uh, like, fresh again, you know? Right. It's like a less is more thing. Right. Exactly. And no Topa Tito Sita, whatever. <laughs> Tope Suicida. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, oh, go ahead. So, but speaking of money in the bank, Austin Theory lost his money in the bank contract. I saw that. Because he cashed it in for the U.S. title, right? Yeah. Now, how, okay. <clears throat> how does that make sense? Why would you cash your, your, your briefcase in for a secondary title. I don't know. So does this mean that McMahon was more of an Austin Theory guy than Triple H is? Um, yeah. <clears throat> I would think so. I mean, I've never really been impressed with Austin Theory from the get-go. Yeah. So, I, I I don't know what the plan is, what the plan was, if Triple H was just kind of like riding out and seeing what would come about, or what the deal was. But, I mean, it seems like they're going to just bury him with the money in the bank and then figure something out from there. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, he's got some size on him. Yeah, I mean, he's I, n- he's not that small. No, no, but I just can't connect to the guy. Yeah. Yeah, you really I mean, his character with the cell phone kind of thing. It's almost like um uh Jeez. Now I'm forgetting his name. He was the blonde guy with Fandango. Oh, uh, oh, Tyler Breeze. Uh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, it's almost like a Tyler Breeze kind of gimmick because he comes down with the cell phone. You know, I mean, he's not like a model, but he does like the whole cell phone thing, like that. Right. So. Um. So I don't know. Maybe they're just gonna revamp him or something. I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, 
that's the thing is like I feel and I know we've definitely touched base on this in prior episodes, but I feel that McMahon has like twisted and turned and screwed things up so much that Triple H is it's going to take him like a while to get things like morphed and like turned in the right direction. And um, I know I'm this way, so I definitely know other people are this way. It's like a impatient deal going on right now where it's like, why isn't everything fixed now? Why isn't everything better? And it just is like going to take time for it to like make sense. You can't just turn everything around like overnight because then it just doesn't make sense. And I'm, kind of like in the direction Triple H is going with things so um, <clears throat> hopefully he keeps going that direction like you know yeah, build future stars but at the same time rebuild some of the guys that have literally been crapped on right too so I mean yeah they'll get something going there so, I did want to watch SmackDown. I'll probably watch it sometime. I haven't recorded. So, um, but uh, the Usos are the uh, longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions now. Oh, they passed uh, New Day's record? Yeah, they passed them last night, I guess. Okay. Or they're tied or something. So, yeah, um, I figured they probably won't take the belts off them until they're ready to take them off Roman. Probably, I would think. I would assume so. Um, what else was I going to say, too? Is that uh, um, still wonder what they're going to do with Sami Zayn and how long they're going to run with Sami Zayn. Because uh, I did see something to where Sami Zayn snapped and then, like, took out um, whoever Uso he's feuding with. Jay? Yeah, I believe it's Jay, yeah. So, still can't get those guys figured up, figured out, even though they have different haircuts. <laughs> right. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'm thinking that um, uh, it's got to be coming soon. I would assume. Yeah, see, because it, it's a hard time because, like, um, and I think it depends on who they des- decide is going to take the title from Roman. Because I think Sami Zayn's going to play a part in it. But what do you want? You know what I mean? What do you want to do going forward? Do you want Roman to have the title against The Rock at WrestleMania, which you definitely don't need. But if you're going to have Roman face the rock at WrestleMania without the title, you need to get the title off of him like sooner rather than later. Um, But I think as soon as Roman loses the belts, he's going to be gone for a while. Like I think he's going to take an extended period of time off. Yeah. Um, So it's either going to be survivor series or, um, Oh, or the Rumble. So, yeah, I it, it which that whole money in the bank thing kind of screws things up a little bit because 
you could have had Austin Theory like take the belt away, you know, and hold it for a day or a week or well, what a month, I, you know, and then have somebody else beat him for it. You know what would have been really interesting is <clears throat> you could have done like a deal where, um, so you, you usually have a year to cash in your money in the bank, right? Right. So you could have had when you when you break down WrestleMania now that it's two nights, you could have had Roman defend both titles on both sh- on both nights, right? As the main event. Yep. And you're you could have put money in the bank on night two. So then whoever Roman's facing, say they're both like incapacitated, Austin Theory comes down, cashes in, wins whatever title, and then Money in the Bank happens night two, and then you could have had somebody cash in on Austin Theory on night two. So then he's like, not he's like a way to get get a belt off Roman without beating Roman, like traditionally. Right. You could have done done that. Yeah, I mean, you could have had um, uh, like Austin Theory. Take the belt from Roman. You could have had a double cash in almost, you know. Right, right. Like um, Austin Theory cash in, and then and then pins Roman, and have somebody else cash in on Austin Theory. Right. Or you could have had the Rock beat. Um. Have have the Rock beat Roman for the title, right? Cash in on the Rock, and then have him cash in on the Rock and do that, but. Obviously, that's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they definitely got a few ways to get out of it. But I I think Sami Zayn is definitely going to be a big part in getting the titles off Roman. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I guess LA Knight's going to feud with Bray Wyatt. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, from the looks of things, I guess, from last night. Just catching a little snippet. Um, I was going to look up the results, but um, I did not look up the results. Okay. So. Um, so that's kind of odd, but um, it might be a good thing for Bray Wyatt. Because um, LA Knight's not really doing much, and I think it's a good way to um, get Bray back into the swing of things with performing wise with LA Knight, Eli Drake, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be that long of a feud. You know what I mean? Right. It could be a couple weeks. Yeah, just to get like things cooking or whatever. So. Right. Mm. So. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that should be good, I think. And then, I think that's it for WWE stuff that I think that I can think of. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you think about Jeff Jarrett partnering with? Uh, Jay Lethal and them guys. Um, 
I think it makes sense. Um, for the storyline with Ric Flair, you know? Yeah. Running that a little bit, that connection. So, I mean, they were together. I mean, they, they did work together in TNA. I mean, maybe not together, but they mean, you know. Right, it's like a full, cir- it's like yeah. a full circle thing, yeah. So... <clears throat> Well, you know, now that Jeff Jarrett's in AEW and he's, like, kind of back in the main stream on camera spotlight, if you want to say that or whatever, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of, like, old school um, Jeff Jarrett clips coming around. And, okay. like, I started to think and, like, go back through Jeff Jarrett's past, like, looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. And until he, like, came like did the TNA thing he was not really like a main event guy all that much really no not really he uh held the intercontinental title and whatnot um he did held held the world title in WCW yeah at the at like the end yeah um but i mean does that really count because WCW at the end was just legitimate hot go- I mean they were just throwing anything any direction to see what could stick on the wall yeah <laughs> it was it was bad at the end I mean I, I don't think Flair counts as world championship title <laughs> but right I mean cause yeah it was really bad at the end they were just doing anything um but yeah I just I don't know it w- I don't know what I think about. I mean, it's cool to see some of these old guys come back and and grab some some nostalgic stuff. But at the same time, what that it just is a little annoying to me because I want to see that old AEW come back. Like, why are we not building the stars that we have? Why are we not? And I know we've said this a hundred times, but that's what made AEW AEW. Yeah, that's what made them so great. You know, you're bringing in, taking you know, these these unknown guys. Yeah, right. I'm sorry and, to cut you off. No, no, because <laughs> you're you're on the same page that I am. You know, I got really tired of Darby Allen and his crazy shenanigans, but I mean, he was one of your top guys. Yeah, and then. You know, Jungle Boy's kind of falling off. I mean, you know, Sammy Guevara is annoying as hell right now. But, I mean, whatever happened to your, you know, your your new talent? Yeah. So, I... I they all left. I guess, yeah, basically. Because they weren't... They were out of the spotlight. So... Man, it's crazy. Out of the spotlight. Well, um, did you... Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, um, did you see MJF got cast in the in the Von Eric movie that's coming out? Yes, I was going to touch base on that. Yeah, okay. Um, so, if he got cast in that role... Where does that put him for the AEW title? 
Um, I'm still going to say that he's going to take the title. I mean, especially with how AEW's um, scheduling is. Um, with them only really wrestling like once a week, I think he's got ample time to to do the role. Plus, he's only going to be needed like towards the end, anyways, because he's their he's their cousin. So, um, I would imagine that most of the movie is going to be over the the start of uh, world class where all of them are alive and then it's going to kind of taper away after um, David passes. So, Gotcha. Well, I mean, that's just my assumption. Um, uh, I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, Yeah, I just thought that with him possibly taking the the AW title, is that's going to be put a wrench in in plans for the movie and AW. So that was my take on it. Like, where do they go from there? But I mean, you brought up a good point that he's probably going to be in later in the movie. So, um. So it shouldn't be too bad of a deal. He might miss a little bit of time. But it's nothing that shouldn't happen in AEW. You don't have to see your champion every week, right? Right, exactly. Unless you're John Moxley, Chris well, Jericho. Here's the thing, too, is Tony Khan may fool everybody and not have MJF take the title and do what's right. Because that's where I'm sitting at right now is even though it's somewhat predictable, the same way with Roman against Logan Paul was predictable, Tony Khan could do something dumb. (laughs) And, like, this is, like, the perfect time. You give the title to MJF, you let Jon Moxley have his little vacation and his time off, and the same thing with, like, Daniel Bryan and, and, and some of these other guys. And then you build some guys up, build Eddie Kingston up. You know, if the Young Bucks and Kenny come back, do some stuff with them, you know. Start building guys back up with with, with your – a lot of these stars on. Yeah. And then you don't run into the same situation that they ran in and that they're into now when everybody got hurt at Forbidden Door or before Forbidden Door. You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That that because that's kind of what happened, you know. A bunch of people left, and then people got hurt and suspended, and then here we are with <laughs> scramble mode, and you don't have anybody built up. Right. So, but I guess yeah. We'll see tomorrow night if Tony Khan decides to do what's right. We will find out. So, I've been seeing a lot of stuff with uh, Soraya. AKA Page. Yep. Like people going on the limb, like, okay, well, Edge came back and um, Daniel Bryan came back from his injury. 
and so on and so forth, and why can't they be happy for Soraya or Paige, whatever you want to call her. Um, where's your take on that? I know that we touched base on her injuries and whatnot, and we weren't too big of fans on her coming back. Okay, so remind me what exactly happened to her. She broke her neck, right? But she yeah. had another injury too, right? Well, she broke her neck twice in the ring. Twice. Okay. And then Edge had an issue with his neck, right? Right. I think okay. he had the same thing as Stone Cold. To be he honest. had yeah. his vertebrae fused, right? Right. Okay, well, here's the way I look at it. Brian Danielson and Christian, both them coming back. I know you didn't bring up Christian, but both those guys had issues with concussions, and that's why they left. Right. But, so them coming back and getting cleared, obviously they passed concussion protocol, and that's their own call. If they've had issues with concussions in the past, that's up to them coming back. So, like, Brian Danielson decided, you know, okay, you know, I feel better from the concussion situation. And there's ways of now, a little bit different ways of preventing concussions, and we know a lot more about concussions, so they probably get handled a lot better now than they probably did then. So they probably feel safe to work. Now, with the edge thing, I mean, and Stone Cold, I guess, that's kind of on them, too. I mean, as long as they're physically capable and they feel comfortable with their surgery, fine. But they both didn't break their neck twice. You know, I mean, geez, Willie's, if I broke my neck and I felt comfortable enough to come back in the ring and I broke it again, something's not adding up. Right. You know, why are you breaking your neck more than once? I mean, look at Kurt Angle. I mean, he broke his neck multiple times now. And look at what look at him now. He looks like shit. Yeah. He's I mean, the last time I saw him wrestle, he's just stiff. I mean, he literally looks like he's got a board tied to his back that goes up his neck. You know what I mean? He's just stiff. Mm -hmm. And think about all the painkilling, like all the painkillers he took and the abuse he put on his body because he was in so much pain. Right. I mean, why do you want to live like that? Yeah. Um, I get it like that was his livelihood and he had had some neck issues prior to coming to wrestling, but Well, he broke his neck in the Olympics, right? Right before the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. But I'm saying for her, she's obviously unless it's just a freak thing or she took a move wrong or somebody gave her a move wrong or whatever. She's there's obviously some kind of disconnect with what she's doing in the ring or what's happening to her in the ring with her neck being like that. Well, the last time she broke her neck was, I think, six years ago. I think it was when she, she came back. She, like, took a drop kick from Sasha Banks, right, or something like that? Yeah, she was sitting up, and then Sasha came up and um, I think did the – the sitting drop kick or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever Sasha Banks did, and it gave her like whiplash and broke her neck again. Mm. So, I, I I guess like yes, it's up to her. Yes, she can be medically cleared, but like 
um, I, I guess my perspective on it is that she's not a world-class athlete. She's not, like, built like Edge. I mean, you look at her now, and she doesn't really look into shape. I mean, she's not really – she was never really into shape. You know what I mean? Yeah, she always seemed – I mean, I'm going to say this, and people are probably going to be like, well, what the heck? Sasha Banks doesn't look that way either. But she's, like, small and skinny. I mean, Sasha Banks is small and skinny too, but – um. I don't know. It just, I, I don't know. Something just seems, how can you not, you're in WWE and you get hurt and you're out for six to seven years and the whole time you're not getting medically cleared and then miraculously your contract comes up. WWE says, hey, let's part ways. You go do your own thing. She comes to AEW and she's been in AEW for like two months and gets medically cleared already. Right. That just isn't adding up to me. No. No, it's not. Unless she she just wants one last one last hurrah with uh, Britt Baker because I mean Britt Baker's probably the next big thing coming up in women's pro wrestling. Oh, hands down. But like, okay, how do you all those people that are like, oh, stop taking stuff away from her. She's worked hard, blah, 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 are going to be the same people that if she gets hurt are going to be like, can you believe AEW? They just passed her through, and now she's hurt again. She'll never be able to walk. You know what I mean? Like, Right. So it's <clears> – you're, you're a jerk if you try to say, I don't think she should wrestle, and the people are going to say you're taking stuff away from her. But then you're a jerk. Then when it comes to, oh, we told you so, you know. Right. So. And, I mean, look at AEW's track record with people getting hurt. Right. I mean, people are getting hurt left and right here. Right. Well, and think about, think about um, people were starting to label Britt Baker as injury prone because she was getting in the ring and she was getting all sorts of busted up. Yeah, but think about the the crap that happened to her. I mean, Nyla Rose literally landed on her leg in the corner and broke her leg. And I was watching it, and I saw it happen, and saw her reaction. I was like, "Oh yeah, she's hurt. She's hurt." It, yeah, AEW is the wild west, right? When it comes to, and I know that there's independent independent promotions that do a lot of crazier things, but if we want to just take mainstream wrestling and lump it together, AEW does some lets them get away with some crazy stuff. Yeah, crazy stuff. I mean, look at our Dubber Allen uh, being thrown down that staircase at the stadium that one time. Yeah, that was that was crazy. I mean, like, maybe why? <laughs> maybe she'll be okay because she's working with Britt Baker for this first match. Um, you know, I feel like Britt Baker is a pretty safe worker. Um, but you know, I don't know what they're gonna do. You know what I mean? I don't know what they're gonna do going forward, though. 
Yeah, well, and then you put her up against, like, some of the Asian women that are in there. And, I mean, they beat the snot out of each other, you know? And right. They're wild and fast and crazy. Right. <clears throat> right, so yeah. It's, it's probably not going to be a good thing if, like, she steps in the ring for any given period of time because it, it's just a matter of time before she's going to get hurt again. Right. At least in WWE, if people got back in the ring, they were protected. Right. I mean, I'm not saying that um, that um, um, Tony Khan might not look out for people, but like you can't really um, protect your your people that well when they're just running crazy and wild all the time. Right. I think that's <clears throat> to go off what you're saying is I do think Tony Khan cares about him, but at the same time, Tony Khan let, gives him the freedom to do whatever where WWE is going to pull them aside and say, look, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Okay, you got the freedom to put the match together after that. Right. Where Tony Khan's just like, yeah, get together. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Do do as many tope suicidas as you want. Make sure you land on your head. Yeah. So I, I don't know. And maybe this match is going to be a flop. Maybe she's going to get back in the ring and people are going to say, Oh yeah, she wasn't rich. You know what I mean? Like, right? I don't know. I guess we'll have to see <clears throat> tomorrow night. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I I guess my my point on it is that uh, going back to her not being a world class athlete is that um, just. She's not. <clears throat> she's not built like Jade Cargill. I'm gonna put it that way. You know, where she's got, um, like physically strong, and to where she's developed all these neck muscles and all that stuff. But I don't know. I mean, she could have been been developing all the neck muscles and whatnot, but it just doesn't really seem like um, that that's the case to me. Well, and kind of... I mean, because... Sorry to cut you off. No, I was just going to say about, like, Edge, you know? You look at Edge, and Edge is in better shape than when he left. Right. Is what I'm saying. Right. Is that... Paige, Soraya, whatever you want to call her, she doesn't, she didn't like step up her game as far as like uh, the physical look. So that just makes me worried that she'll step in the ring and get hurt again for the third time and then never to be able to walk again. Well, and think about this. I mean, to go off your, your uh, <laughs> athletic thing, think about when. She was hitting mainstream and got brought into the WWE. Think about the women's roster in WWE when she was there. There there was no Lita. There was no Trish Stratus. 
it was like at the very, very beginning of this, like, if you want to call it the WWE women's um, movement, kind of when WWE roster was becoming huge and the main thing that was pulling WWE, she was like at the beginning of that. Yeah. Oh, you didn't have your Becky Lynch's. You didn't have your Bailey's, your Sasha Banks till like towards the end of of her run. I know she got hurt, so it's not like she was dead or not there. But like she got hurt like when those people were getting hot and coming in. Yeah. So she wasn't there during the like major period of the WWE major women's locker room. You know, she was there like when the Bellas were there, or you know, when it, when you were still in your diva stage and not so much your your women's wrestling that it gonna tear the house down kind of thing, right? So, is she gonna even be able to hang, regardless of her being out this whole time? Can she hang with Britt Baker? Can she hang with Jamie Hayter? Can she hang with you know? Some of these women who are are outstanding in the ring. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen her wrestle all that much, but the few matches here and there that I've seen her wrestle, she's been she wrestled against people who I would not consider to be even close to being elite women's wrestling. Right. <clears throat> I mean that last run, I think, was pretty short for her, if I remember correctly. I mean, I could be could be wrong about that, but um, I mean, she didn't. She wasn't able to hang back then. So what? I mean, you're jumping six years forward. I mean, women are wrestling like guys now, right? So I don't know. It's gonna be. It's going to be different and difficult, I think. Well, I hope she makes us eat our words. So, I hope so. Um, I, I I don't want her to get hurt, and I don't want her to have a, a dud of a match. I, I want her to prove me wrong, but, I mean, you bring up a lot of good points. You know, so I don't know. Um, I, don't, I guess we'll just have to see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, I I don't know what to what to really think about that, but um, you think the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega are coming back? Yeah. Well, I think we'll see him at full gear. Um. I guess there's been some speculation that they are going to come back during full gear. Um, I really hope so. I mean, I know everybody knows you and I aren't huge Bucks, Young Bucks fans, but um, I, I, I honestly think that AEW is in a really crappy lull, and mm-hmm. that I think that they can definitely help. And. AEW boasted at the very beginning how they were going to focus on hey. tag team wrestling and this and that. Cop. Megan. And, Sorry. Um, I just don't. I think 
the tag team division has taken a step back and a lull and a back seat behind a lot of other stuff. And I want to see that tag team division come back. And I think the young bucks can definitely help. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that interruption. Oh, you're fine. Uh, on my behalf, I almost had a dog spill Starbucks coffee all over my living room floor. Uh. And I got kids screaming in the background because of the dog. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've just not been uh, very happy with AEW lately, so. No, I mean, like I said, we might have to turn this into a Bluey podcast. You never know. <laughs> um. So, I guess we'll see what happens tonight. Um, I guess there's um, some talk like CM Punk came in and said that Tony Khan needed to, like, control some of these guys. And kind of set the record straight with some of these guys. Um, Like, with, on how things are. <clears throat> are um, the Wild West out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then they said that while well, he was, he came in trying to be controlling and whatnot. And I think that set every, a lot of people off. Well, I mean, okay. CM Punk doesn't have any room to talk because the way he handles situations is stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> the reporters asking about oh well you know with uh you and cabana's past how are things going blah, blah blah and all he had to say was something so simple as i'm here to wrestle i don't have to associate myself with cole cabana i don't want to talk about it and leave it at that and anytime somebody brings it up just be like i said before i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk about it Instead, he's got to go through all this stuff about, oh, well, you know, this, and, uh, you know, he shares a, a, a bank account with his mother and blah, blah. And, and, like, who cares? He's doing that because I honestly think CM Punk is a child. Um, and if he has an issue with the thing, the way things are being run, bring it up to, to Kenny and Tony Khan in the, in the Bucks backstage. Don't throw air out your dirty laundry for everybody to see. That is, that's childish. Right. Childish. And, and people, people think that it's all a work too. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it's a work. No, I think that, that he, he's do, I mean, he did that in the WWE. He did that after he got released by the WWE with his podcast with on, or with him being on that podcast with Cole Cabana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I honestly think that I think he's done that kind of everywhere he's been. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like catching up to him. And I think everybody's just done. Just, you know, he aired his dirty laundry in WWE and thought, oh, well, I'm going to go to UFC. He got his ass kicked in UFC and disappeared for seven years like a with like a dog with his tail between. He come back and uh, 
you know, <laughs> and now he, he he's back for a few months or, or, or excuse me, a year. And he thinks he can just say whatever he wants and people are going to be like, oh, yeah, CM Punk, CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just showed that he didn't change. Right. And I'm glad that the Young Bucks and Kenny confronted him because that's what somebody like that needs. You know, if you're going to say, say shit, you better back it up. You know what I mean? Like, so, and I don't know what happened. I wasn't there. I'm not going to pretend to be there. I'm not going to pretend to know that, pretend that I know exactly what happened, but he could have done it way better. Who's to say that something like that still wouldn't have happened, but. Yeah. Well, I'm sure something probably like that would have happened. Yeah. Down the road, but. Yeah, it's. It is what it is, I guess. Yeah, well, I don't know. But now he's back in commentary for some. Yeah, I saw he did MMA thing, mixed martial art thing. Yeah. So. I mean, that should give you the tall take there, because obviously, I don't think Tony Khan would. Well, I guess he probably could let him go make some money, but. Maybe. I mean, I guess it would depend on how Tony Khan structured um, his contract because, um, you know, it seems that Tony Khan has done pretty good in the past of structuring wrestlers' contracts where they can go out on their own and do, like, their own things, whether it be signings or appearances elsewhere or whatever. Um, so, I mean, and maybe CM Punk just doesn't care. Could be. You know, maybe CM Punk's like, oh, yeah, my contract says I can't do this. Well, they're not using me. Screw them. I, I mean, I could definitely see him doing that. So, I I don't know. But I, I'm over the <laughs> – I'm very over CM Punk. So, I don't know. Um, have you watched any MLW since I said that it was on that um, wrestling channel? Um, no, I have not uh, um, really watched anything, no. Okay. I, I was just curious. <clears throat> Unfortunately. <laughs> I haven't even really watched Impact. Daddy. Mm. Daddy. Daddy. <clears throat> so. Well, do you have any uh quick hits or anything else? No, I really don't have anything. Um I just uh Um. Yeah, I just don't really have anything. I mean, I did watch a little bit of Raw on, on my airplane ride that I had. Thanks to Southwest uh, for having the uh, USA Network on their um, TV app. So that was helpful. So I did watch a little bit of that. 
So, um, other than that, I can't really. Excuse me. I can't really remember what happened in Raw, so. Yeah. Well, I've got a few. Okay. Um, I don't know if we said before, but um, it is 100% official that Bandito signs with AEW. Yep. Um, also, uh, FTR is set to wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Okay. So that's coming up here in the next couple months. Um, so I'm assuming they're going to defend their uh, IWGP tag team titles. Against who? I don't know, but... Probably the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, and then also, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, big news out of uh, NWA. Uh, oh, Nick Aldis. Yeah, Nick Aldis uh, decided that... Uh, He's going to enter free agency in January, and I guess he still had the rest of the year on his contract. And mm-hmm. um, I guess Billy Corgan said that because of that, um, they're, um, they got a pay-per-view coming up, Hard Times 3. Yeah. And I guess he won't appear on that, and he won't appear at TV tapings that are happening in New Orleans today and tomorrow. So I guess in Billy Corgan or the NWA in general just decided we're not going to use him in anymore. What? I don't know. That that seems wrong to me. I mean, I get Nick Aldis is wanting to kind of do something else, which I'm sure he had struck a deal with Billy Corgan and took a lot less money than he could make elsewhere to help the NWA. And like, not that the NWA is bad. But it's just not taken off like it started with power. I mean, the COVID really killed it. But, you know, um, I think that's really wrong of Billy Corgan if he, unless it's a mutual thing for him to not it use Nick all this. Just doesn't because. really sound that way. What? I mean, judging by Nick all this making that statement and then Billy Corgan like kicking him off shows. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the the thing I just read didn't say that – it didn't flat out say Billy Corgan decided this. It just said the NWA. It was like a statement from the NWA. And I know Billy Corgan owns it, but I don't know if there's other people in play either. I don't know. But it just – ah, that just seems really wrong to me. Maybe I'm – maybe it's just because I'm butthurt about it, but it just doesn't seem – you know what I mean? It just seems right. really off. It does. So, I don't know, but hopefully we see um, Nick Aldis in a I, – I think it would be cool if he came to to WWE and was still like the Nick Aldis character, like the uh, – what is he, the Hidden Treasure or National Treasure or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe he could come to WWE and spark up a, his rivalry with uh, Cody in the WWE. That would be cool. Right. That would be cool. I don't think um... – he would go to Impact. No, pr- probably not. I don't think he had a good time there the first time. But, um, I mean, his wife's been working there, so maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that that could be an option. Um, I don't really – I mean, could you see him going to WWE – I mean, AEW? I mean, honestly, at this point in time, I think anything's possible with any wrestler going forward. 
Um, I think I'd rather see him go to the WWE right now. I just, I'm, I'm not happy with AEW right now. And, um, I just feel like the way his character is, he definitely fits in a Triple H WWE better than AEW. Yeah, I think if he goes AEW, I think he'll be lost in the the compound. Well, because AEW just seems uh, not to go with his flow, um, if yeah. that makes sense. Because I feel like he just is it. He just fits WWE flow a little bit better. Yep, um, I agree. Uh, and, and especially in the direction WWE is going now. Um, so, yeah, I I definitely think that, yeah, I definitely think he would fit well in the WWE, and I know he would get what he's worth in the WWE. They, they'd definitely give him a big contract. Yeah. Um, um, I wanted to touch base on the Bandito thing. Did you read any articles on why he signed with AEW? No, neither did I. I was just checking because I know that there were some articles on saying why he signed with AEW over WWE. Well, I never mm. did see. Did, is he strictly AEW, or did it just say he signed with AEW under the ROH under the ROH thing? Um, you know what? I didn't look into it. Yeah, me neither. And I everything I've seen just says AEW. It doesn't yeah. about ROH. But that's what's confusing to me is, like, are you with AEW or are you with ROH? Like, I know it's the same, like, deal. But, yeah. geez, Willis, I, I, I can't. They got to get a TV show and stop with this back and forth stuff between AEW and ROH guys. Right. Well, then Samoa Joe is going to challenge for the, the TNT title now. Oh, he turned on Wardlow? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I sent you that picture. Yeah, I, 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 I remember that now. I kind of had a brain fart. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't understand that one. You haven't had Samoa Joe on TV for X amount of time, and him being the ROH television champion. And you bring him on with Wardlow here for a little bit, and then now he's going to challenge for the, TV, uh, the TNT title. Well, he was he was gone because he was doing some uh, some like voice um, <clears throat> voiceover work for like a TV, like a cartoon or a, a video game or something. Um, That's why he was gone. Um, but um, yeah, like you said, how can you be gone for for X amount of time and then come back and instantly challenge for the title? Um, yeah. Whatever happened to the rankings? See that. Now we're right. the wayside. Everybody gets a title shot. So. Yeah, you have a ranking system, but everybody gets a title shot. It's right. nice to know. Um, speaking of title shots, too, just quick: uh, Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose for the TBS title. What's your What's your thoughts? Once again, it goes to the everybody gets a title shot and. Maybe she's been winning a, a ton on... Um, well, no, Nyla Rose stole a title from um, Jade Cargill. Okay. Like, like took the title. Like, yeah. not win it, took the title. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But, um, 
Well, to go off what I was saying too is that, um, you know, I don't know if she's been wrestling on dark or whatever, winning a bunch, but in my opinion, let's just make it easy. If you wrestle on AW TV, whether it's on Rampage or on Dynamite, and you win one match, you know, I think. A heavier should be counted as a heavier weighted win than if you wrestle six matches on dark and win all six of them. Because 95% of the time on dark, they're squash matches. Right. Whatever. So it should be weighted different. So if I'm 5-0 and oh, and I've wrestled on AEW Dynamite and, have five, and I have five wins on Dynamite, and you've wrestled on dark, and you have 13 wins all on dark against nobodies, I should still be ranked higher than you. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I don't know if she's been wrestling a bunch on dark or what the deal is, but, or if they're trying to give Jade Cargill and that title more of like a, a meaning because... It's kind of been like a lull. Jade Cargill hasn't wrestled anybody either. Yeah. So, I don't know. And whoever she wrestles, she just defeats them. Right. So, like, her streak's going to have to stop, and it's going to have to stop with somebody. So, do you have Nyla Rose beat her, or do you have somebody else beat her? But how, how can you have somebody else beat her when she's defeated, like, everybody? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I, guess. I mean, she she had really good showings, like with um, other matches and whatnot. Like, um, uh, I don't really know any offhand, um, but um, um, like you have matches where she's being pushed to the limit and then ends up getting the win. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I don't know how you you go about beating her. So I think if anybody's going to beat her, it's got to be Nyla Rose. But then now you have Nyla Rose jobbing out to 100-pound Asian chicks. Right. So how does that make any sense that she can lose to a 100-pound Asian chick, but she Jay Cargill can't. Pinner and Jay Cargill's a uh, beast specimen. The chick is jacked. Yeah. I... The, ch- the chick is jacked to the floor. Like, she's got an impressive muscular figure. Like, yeah. sh- she's got, she's probably got a better figure than what, um, uh, um, I'm going back old school to Rick Rude. <laughs> back yeah. in his like prime. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Like she's she's got like the abs locked down. She's just she's cut. She's super cut. And it's it's really impressive. So she she is a true like 80s wrestler. Yeah. 
eighties, early nineties wrestler. Yeah. She fits the she fits the mold. But if you would have had somebody like her coming in, I mean, she's she's even more jacked than China ever was. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't think China ever had abs. I mean, that chick's got abs that put Finn Balor's abs to shame. Right. <laughs> and whoever else has abs. <clears throat> so, I don't know. Yeah, so, I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, so all right. Anything else? I got nothing, I guess. No. Unless, unless no. you bring up something else. No, that was the only, like, big things that I saw. The biggest one was the Nick Aldis thing, but. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any any other quick hits or nothing else on my mind that I've seen throughout the week. So, yeah, I don't really have a wrestler of the week. No, no, um, I didn't really watch wrestling a whole lot to have anything stick out in my head. So, to say, hey, this guy was awesome, or gal. Yeah. Um you know But I could probably say this. Uh Britt Baker will probably have the wrestler of the week tonight because she'll probably wind up with another broken nose tonight. <laughs> you mean tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yeah. Tonight, tomorrow, whatever. Whenever the pay per view's on. So Yeah. Um trying to think um you know i think i gotta go with um shoot i don't know if i've got one i will say this though eddie edwards like gave um josh alexander like a brain buster on the floor Uh uh-huh or something like that, or suplex, brain buster. I don't know what it was. I saw it on like a quick video thing that pops up on like social media platforms and YouTube or whatever, where they he just pile drive him on the floor. So, jeez, yeah, it's rough out there. Sounds like it. So. Sounds like it. But if you don't have one, I don't have one. I guess we don't have a wrestler for the week for you guys. So I guess that's it, huh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if I honestly have to have one, I guess I'll just. Um, uh, you know what? I, I, I'll say I know this was last week, but um, I'll say Logan Paul. I was impressed with what he had to do. So okay. Um, if if I ask, absolutely. Have to twist my arm and have one. That's what. That's what I'll go with. Um, that would be a good choice. So. So yeah. Ho- hopefully, uh, some good things happen uh, tomorrow night at the pay per view, um, and get me back interested in uh, AEW. So we'll see. All right. Well, I'll have my hopes up for you because I'm not watching it. <laughs> All right. Because I'm sticking to my guns. I think it's hot garbage with the way Tony Khan's booking. 
So. Right. And I'll leave it at that. Right. So. All righty. All right. Till next time, folks. All righty. We out. Later. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one, not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot Hot tag out.